It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Let's go now to Campbell Burns from the uh, Rugby News. Campbell, good afternoon to you, mate. Very good afternoon to you, to you, gents. Yeah. Hey, look, mate. Let's. We've done a lot of All Blacks talk. Let's let's pivot a little bit. Let's uh, go to the Women's Rugby World Cup. Of course, last night uh, the Black Ferns had a great one. Well, another big win over Wales, fifty-five-three. Did you see that coming, Campbell, or did you think that might be a bit tighter this time? No, no. Look, it's fair to say I um, I saw the scoreline coming. Fifty-five-three was pretty comprehensive. I think the most pleasing aspect of it uh, wasn't the fact that um, you know we saw the we saw the back three uh, uh, cutting loose again for the Black Ferns, but more the fact that they shored up their scrum, uh, which was a problem from from two weeks uh, prior um, against the same opponent. So they also um, managed to uh, to get on top of the breakdown after a bit, a bit of a dusty start there. So um, it was a much better performance, I think, by the Black Ferns forwards, uh, which will please um, please Wayne Smith and his. Uh, his coaches um, as much as anything, I think. I want to talk to you about that, Campbell, because th- this has been all the chat s- since that end of year tour in November and the problems that they s- they faced at set piece. Did look, Wayne Smith is so astute, and I've been coached by him. But is it, are the Black Ferns backing themselves into a corner to try and get engaged into a set piece contest where the, the strengths are obviously on on the outside backs and the centres. You know, is is it a, a problem that they are worrying about that area of the game before they've even had to confront it? Uh, hard to say, really. Um, I mean, I, I guess their big test firstly will come next week in the semi, which was always going to be D-Day, whether it was France or England. So mm. France will present a very strong set piece, but they can also um, hit teams out wide, as we saw yesterday when they beat uh, Italy 39-3. I think, I, I think the Black Ferns have to try and play the game that they're that they're doing. I mean, they would certainly like a drier day um, if that's possible next <laughs> week uh, for Auckland. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard, hard to legislate, obviously, for that. But I think they have to play the, the up-tempo game that they do. But I think they have shored up their scrum. And Mike Cron's obviously done some great work with the likes of um, uh, of Amy Rawl and Pip Love. And I think Rawl was outstanding yesterday. So as long as they can get parity or close to it um, up front, I think they can certainly certainly do the damage on a side like France, but then England, uh, who they will possibly meet in the final, will certainly um, up the ante in, in all areas, and they'll be accurate at both the, the breakdown and set piece, but also with the ability to hit, hit the Black Ferns out wide. So really it's building up to, to, you know, to these last two games, and you know, we've seen 10, 10 straight wins from the Black Ferns that are on the right track, that, that they aren't playing perfect rugby, but I think they, with with the resources they have, they have to play the the way they are. 
Hey, uh, Campbell, I was talking to Mitty Baker last night, former Kiwi Fern and Sevens player, and I said uh, some of the other teams, especially like England, they have, seem to have a superior uh, kicking game than we do. And, and uh, is that something that's going to bite us? And she said it's not about the kicking game for the Black Ferns. It's about we're a running passing team. That's what we do. Do you think the kicking game might come back to kick us in the butt? Could be. Uh, but, uh, I mean, to, to be fair, I think we have a good short kicking game. We've got Nuruhe Dumont who can um, who does well with the kick pass. Um, and Kendra Coxie to apply the foot um, with her short kicking game can be very effective. Um, we certainly don't have the long kicking game of uh, Zoe Harrison, who's the number 10 for England. Mm. So, um, I, I, look, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it won't come down to a, to a duel in that respect. Um, but as long as we execute the, the shorter stuff, find our touch from penalties and land our goals, uh, which is going to be critical as well. And this is where I think Renee Holmes could still play a, um, play a key role. I think she's the best goal kicker. But uh, Ruhe Dumont actually goal kicked uh, quite well off the tee yesterday. So she's obviously an option there. Kendra Coxedge for the shorter one. So if they can nail that goal kicking in this shorter kicking game, I'm, uh, um, I've got a, got a feeling the Black fans will be okay there. Hey, Campbell, interesting as well. We've got some games on today. Uh, the big dogs, England, are playing Australia at the moment. We haven't got Spark TV in the studio here, Marshy. It's, it's out there and it's not on. <laughs> but um, we've got a score update. It's a 7-0 to England after about 29 minutes. Uh, Campbell, have you seen any of this? Are you keeping an eye on this or, or what's your thinking? Yeah, I, I haven't actually seen any of that game, but I have kept tabs on the scoreline. Uh, I suspect it's wet out there at Waitakere, West Auckland. So uh, that would play into England's hands for sure, um, although Australia do have a very tigerish uh, uh, flankers and, and number eight. But, uh, yeah, look, you'd suspect England would uh, would take that comfortably and then followed by Canada, USA, uh, you'd favour Canada for that one. So it, it's been quite funny with this World Cup. There's been some really good rugby, but there's only been one upset, and that's probably been Fiji beating South Africa um, mm-hmm. in terms of the ranking. So um, if you say World Cups, the success of World Cups is based on how many how many shocks or upsets there are? Well, there, there, there has only been one, but there has been good rugby. But you'd think the the top four will be the favoured, the, the favoured four from the start uh, next, next week in the semis. Campbell, there was another big game of rugby uh, happening <laughs> uh, last night. Uh, the All Blacks. What did you make of their performance? <laughs> oh yeah, look, the All Blacks weren't much weren't much chop really, were they, Marshy? Um, mm. Thirty-eight, thirty-one. Um, we know they didn't have their top side out there, but they. They really struggled again to deal with the uh, the, the rush defence of the Japanese, um, and they ended up um, ended up in a bit of a um, a bit of a kicking strategy, which didn't really work. They didn't really kick properly, um, so that was disappointing to see. Because we know in their in their poor displays earlier in the season, they have actually struggled to deal with that rush defence and some tigerish work at the breakdown by their opponents. So, um, I mean, they scored five tries to four, um, and scored a couple of nice tries, but. It was a fairly disappointing display all round, I think, from the All Blacks, and they would probably feel they were a bit lucky to to come out to, to come away with the win at the end. Were, were you on the page of Ian Foster in selecting the side that he did and giving opportunities out there, or would you have preferred to see them hit the ground running with that side? That's the majority of that side that's likely to start next week and probably for the following two weeks. Yeah, well, it's a funny one. I guess his, uh, his plans were thrown out the door. With the injuries and then the um, the grandmother of the Barrett boys uh, passing away, so he probably had to change things up a bit. Um, he probably would have wanted to get more of his his first string um, lineup in there, because then they could still have you know play their top team against Wales and then 
maybe rest some of them against Scotland. So, yeah, things yeah, things turned out a bit messy, and then they lost uh, Dane Coles in the warm-up, of course. Um, but, you know, you'd have to say it was still the prime opportunity to give someone like Stephen Perifetta a run, um, only a second test match. Um, and, you know, it was tough for him, but I still think he's a, he's a fullback who can play 10 rather than the other way around. So that was a that was a fair call. Some of these other guys certainly needed a run, um, and, you know, the, and they hadn't played for four or five weeks too. So the selection was fair enough. It was just more the performance that was disappointing. Hey, also, Campbell, one man who generated a lot of interest last night and today and everything was Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Your thoughts, pass, fail, how do you rate him? Uh, he was, look, he was, he was good, I think. Close to 70 minutes, uh, he had some nice touches, um, set up a couple of tries with with short passing. So I think he'll be pretty pleased with what he do, uh, he, he had done. Um, I think he's still he's still a work in progress, isn't he? You know, we'd like to see another big campaign for him uh, for the Blues next year, um, and then then what happens after that? But we've still got Jack Goodyear to come back, so there is a real logjam in that midfield, and we still haven't seen more of Geordie Barrett at 12 too. So um, he's you know I mean he's he's clearly making some progress there. Um, I think he'd be quite pleased with what he did, but it's still early days, uh, and he, he's a long way from the finished product. Hey, also, Campbell, look, it's been a rugby fest, as we know, World Cups left, right and centre, All Blacks, 15s, you name it. But also, of course, uh, we've got the Super Squads announcements too. Any big surprises for you there, or business as usual? Yeah, well, it was interesting uh, having a look. The, the uh, Blues look very, very settled. Um, in fact, um, it's quite funny that overall there hasn't been that much movement um, with players leaving or, or going as much as in recent seasons. But I did notice that uh, Manaki Selby Rickett has left the Highlanders, uh, where he would have got a lot of game time to go to the Chiefs, who have got three uh, three All Blacks locks there. Ooh. So that's a strange move in some ways. He may be wanting to be closer to family. I'm not sure, but that was that was a big one for me. Yeah. Um, a big transfer within within the franchises. Um, we haven't seen the Moana. Um, yet. I think that's named in the next week or so, but there haven't been too many um, player movements. Um, but certainly for me, that that one with Selby Rickett um, going to the Chiefs was quite big. I, I thought there was a couple of loose forwards who were unlucky. Uh, Mitch Jacobson for Waikato and uh, Blake Gibson, uh, who's been a fixture in Super Rugby uh, and certainly at NPC level for, for several years now. Um, he, he hasn't made the cut, um, so he, 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 could well, he could well look overseas, uh, one suspects. A move for Brett Cameron will move back into Super Rugby and he's uh, ended up at the Hur- Hurricanes, uh, Campbell. But when you, when you look at the performances of Ruben Love and Aidan Morgan um, mm. throughout the NPC, it might be a bit of a congested uh, jersey now down there. Do you think that they are on the pathway to solving that problem that they've had at 10? Yeah, well, that's, that's an interesting one. I think there's been good development from Aidan Morgan, even though he was coming off the bench for Wellington. He's a guy who could really fill that role. I know Ruben Love wants to play there, but did a really good job for Wellington at, at 15, and I think he's more of a 15-10 at this stage. So Brett Cameron uh, is a good goal kicker. Um, I have to say, with all due respect, he was very lucky to make the All Blacks four years ago, but mm. he's, he's played pretty solidly uh, in the last couple of years for, for the Turbos. Um, but he's coming in as, as that third option there. I, I, I personally like the look of Morgan. If he can, if he can, um, if he can sort of uh, cement that number 10 jersey for the Hurricanes next year outside TJ Perinara and then he's got the likes of, uh, of, of Billy Proctor and Peter Imunga Jensen outside him, uh, that could be potentially exciting. Um, the one thing with Morgan, he's obviously uh, needs to sort his goal kicking. Um, I know he can kick goals well, 
So if, if he's able to do that, uh, then maybe people will stop uh, stop talking about um, about Bowden Barrett in relation <laughs> to the Hurricanes. And he is, of course, the Hurricanes' uh, leading all-time points scorer too. So um, <laughs> it's interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, his jersey's a different colour now, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Look, uh, I know this is a difficult question, but you're always good at uh, uh, answering them, Campbell, so I'll throw it out there. If you're casting your eye over, as you, which you are to a degree as a neutral, uh, those those uh, five sides that have been announced without Moana Pacifica involved, which squad worries you the most as, in terms of have they got enough depth and firepower? Uh, yeah, well, as in, as in uh, which side worries me... Um in terms of where they might finish on the table, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I, I think the Highlander, the Highlanders uh, might struggle again. I keep on saying that every year, and they often um, often turn up trumps and turn the tables. But <laughs> I suspect uh, that they they, do, they have had a couple of losses there. They uh, it's strange with them; they have injuries in the outside backs, which tend to cost them, and uh, that they have had a change of coach there. I'm not sure whether they've got the the wherewithal to really do much more than reach the quarterfinals next season. Um, they'll often prove me wrong. They've got guys coming back from injury like Harry Perry Parkinson um, and then uh, and obviously Mitch Hunt, uh, first five. They've opted for Marty Banks again yeah. as one of their tens. Um, he's 33. I'm not sure whether Super Rugby is, is really his, his go anymore. Um, and they've lost their second string half, Paulo Pakatava, probably for just about the whole campaign. So Aaron Smith's going to have to play more minutes than he probably would have wanted. So the, the Highlanders uh, worry me to a certain extent, um, but they have proved me, proved me wrong in the past, so we shall see. Look, uh, Campbell, you mentioned some players there. It is, of course, World Cup year next year as well. Do you think minutes will be managed for a lot of these players? Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, previously it was um, they would have uh, at least two games off, and, and that's if they had no injuries, um, plus, plus bye weeks, of course. But uh, I have a suspicion that uh, Ian Foster will try and bring a plan in uh, to rest some of his uh, men for longer, his top men. I mean, he, he won't want to see Sam Whitelock playing 14 games of Super Rugby next year. No. He'll probably be happy with 10 or 12. So, um, and, and, you know, the likes of Sam Kane with the Chiefs as well. So how they manage that through, I know Aaron Smith, uh, I think there might be something written in his contract about minutes. Um, so how they actually uh, work that at the Highlanders, whether he plays 55, 60 um, or, or more, uh, will be will be interesting. It won't be like it was uh, in 2007, I suspect, though, with taking out players for reconditioning for, for seven weeks uh, for the top 22. That won't happen, but I know there will be some plan, and I'm sure Ian Foster has communicated that to the to the five Super Rugby coaches. Hey, awesome, Campbell. Hey, thank you so much for your time today, mate. Give the Rugby News a plug, pal. Yeah, when's, it, when's it out next? Yeah, mate, so we're just uh, getting our November issue to, to bear that out November 10, um, so we'll have um, all the news in there. Um, including including the Women's Rugby World Cup and some of the All Blacks, but a whole lot of uh, NPC and Heartland uh, rugby in there, plus plus grassroots. So it's all, all going to be there from November 10, Rugby News. Still getting my copy, Campbell. Thank you very much and enjoy it every month. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> awesome, Martin. Martin. Cheers. No worries, mate. Cheers, Campbell. Thank you very much. There you go, Campbell Burns from the uh, Rugby News. Always good uh, to chat. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.